I'm Emma Davis, amateur biologist. And I'm Clay Davis, amateur at sex. We are the animal sex birds. Join us on our journey to discover the wild, wet, and wonderful world of animal reproduction. Welcome back, listeners. Hello. Well, before we get going, a little bit of housekeeping. Last episode, it was brought to our attention that I made an error. Our super fan, Carly Caster, sent me a message saying, when I was talking about the anglerfish and their esca, which comes off of their dorsal fin, not their pectoral fin. I misspoke and said pectoral fin. So, Which one is the dorsal fin? The called? dorsal fin is the one on their back. Okay, above their head. Above, yeah, well, Very on good. their like spine, the Very pokey good. one. The pokey. Yeah, so that's a... The stegosaurus fin. That's an egregious error. Okay, thanks. Yeah, Carly Caster. We're going to be sending some swag your way. Maybe a t-shirt or sweatshirt. A bear rug. <laughs> so, Clay, today I'm going to be telling you about the Komodo dragon. All right. This animal was requested by my best friend. Me? Ollie. Oh. He's three. Um, he won't be listening to this because he's a three-year-old and we talk about animal sex, but maybe his mom will let him tune in for a minute or two or, you know, give him some cool facts. Mr. Ollie has had a rough couple weeks. He's been going through some medical stuff and he loves T-Rex, but I don't know anything about T-Rex sex. So we're going with his favorite animal, the Komodo dragon. That's exciting. Speaking of dinosaurs, this is the oldest lizard. The Komodo dragon. The Komodo dragon. There have been fossils found from 95 million years ago. And they're basically the same. Yeah, pretty much it is a dinosaur. They do resemble what I would think a dinosaur would look like. I thought the Komodo dragon was just any giant lizard. I not, thought not any, but you know the ones that like look like little monsters that are giant lizards. What did you think? I thought a Komodo dragon was just a lizard that wore a robe made of silk. <laughs> yeah, well, we're both wrong. So there are many types of what are called monitor lizards from the genus Varanus. Nice. They're called the monitor lizards because they're those giant lizards who stand up on their hind legs and balance on their tail. And look around and monitor their surroundings. That's why they're called monitor lizards. Did not know that. So the Komodo dragons are one type of this Varanus slash monitor lizard. Okay. Monitor lizards are scattered throughout the globe. The Komodo dragon is just a little lizzie endemic to Southeast Indonesia. That's the only place they're at. Yes. So they reside on Komodo Island. And a few other small islands in the area. That's the only place you can find a Komodo dragon. I mean, maybe some zoos, Clay. Yeah. Come on. Well, I, I'm always intri- interested. <laughs> but in- if you go to Australia and you see a giant lizard, it is not a Komodo dragon. It's probably a monitor lizard of some yes, type. Yes, some type of monitor, not a Komodo. All right. Regardless of whether or not they're wearing a silk robe. <laughs> The Komodo is the bodybuilder of the giant lizards. Getting swole. It's the biggest. So the females are from six and a half to eight feet long. 
weighing up to 150 pounds. That's a big lizard. The males, you buckle up, buddy. <laughs> they are up to 10 feet long, weighing up to 300. That's a real dragon. I know. All they have to do is breathe fire and they'd be a mythical creature. They're quite frightening, actually. The males are bigger, probably due to, you know, evolutionary need for dominance when searching for a mate. They have a very keen sense of smell. Not sure if you've ever seen any Komodo dragons. I don't think I have. They have long forked tongues that they go... (laughs) They slither them in and out frequently. Does that make them popular with the female Komodo dragons? Because the ladies love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, they have a vimero-nasal organ in the roof of their mouth. You may remember this term from hearing about giraffes. So to be able to smell... They have to lick the air like that to get the scent into their gland. Yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the gland? Vimeronasal. Huh. They have crazy little bites. Their bites aren't actually that strong in comparison to their body size, but their teeth are serrated and curved, which allows for this bite and slice to create severe wounds in their prey. It does, yeah, it doesn't sound fun. They also have venom in their salivary glands that causes basically vasodilation and inhibits clotting factors when they bite their prey. So they just their prey just bleeds out. Exactly. So it causes this rapid drop in blood pressure and 70% of their prey dies within minutes. Wow. They're frightening. They can run up to 12 miles an hour. They can climb and they can swim and dive. So they will find you. Yeah, they're like every habitat. You can't hide from them in the trees. You can't run. You can't hide. In the ocean, nothing. And a Komodo dragon can eat up to 80% of its body weight in one feeding. Sounds like sounds like you. Yes. <laughs> 50% of the Komodo dragon's diet is deer. Sounds like a good diet. A lizard eats a deer. That, well, they are like 10 feet long. Drama. And do they ambush them or do they chase them down? How do they catch them? They can like wrestle and kill animals, but they sometimes also just eat dead carcasses. So, Oh, okay. I actually saw a diagram that was nicely drawn on the internet about how a Komodo dragon will like, I think the drawing was with a goat and it comes up to its neck and like latches on and then thrashes around and pulls its skin off and death. Oh, sounds like a pretty intense. Yeah. Drawing. I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> and then they can use their smell to track their prey for miles in case their victim gets away. They can follow it. So if I had a Komodo dragon, I could probably use it to like track animals. Hunting, yeah, probably. There have been some instances of humans being attacked by Komodo dragons. So if you ever find yourself on Komodo Island, beware. Okay, yeah, check. All right, now we're going to get into the weird stuff. So, Ollie, if you're still listening, maybe turn it off. Thanks for listening, bud. When a female is sexually mature, she releases hormones to signal so. Guess how she releases said hormones. I'm going to guess she pees on herself. Uh, close. Um, yeah, it's in her number ones and twos. <laughs> 
and he can smell that. I bet. Then it's time for those males to figure out who gets to breed with her. Battle Royale. Thunderdome. Thunderdome of giant lizards. That sounds so cool to me. Can you imagine if they had like an internet like where I could watch lizards fighting for a mate? It gets bloody, Clay. I would zoom, I would log in. I would zoom in. I would zoom in. <laughs> so when a male becomes threatened or needs to fight, he'll puff up his throat. Makes sense, yeah. To look big. Yeah, it's traps. Use that thick bodybuilder neck. And then the males will wrestle by standing up on their hind legs slash tail. And they'll lock their little dino arms together and push their chests against each other and wrestle around. It often gets quite bloody and it can last for hours. Ooh, sounds exhausting. Also, if they end up biting one another. the Oh, the venom. Yeah. Strangely, the Komodo dragon seems unaffected by venom. So research is still blossoming as to how that happens and what we can do to you know, benefit from that knowledge. So they don't bleed from the anticoagulant. Sounds like they don't bleed each other out, which is interesting. Wild, yeah. The loser male is thrown to the ground. (laughs) And he might scurry away, or he might lay there in defeat in a position of submission. What what does that position look like? You think fetal? Fetal, definitely. Oh... Yeah, maybe prone. On his back? Feet up? No, he's not like lounging. He's not like, well, now that I lost, I'm going to get a suntan. Backseat windows up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Once a man has established that he's the winner. Once the man lizard. Knows that he's the victor. He will seduce her. He will rub his chin on her head. Okay. He will scratch her back. Sounds nice. And he will lick, 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 lick her like a lollipop. <laughs> lick, 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 lick her from her head to her toes. Pretty much. He uses that little fork tongue to lick around her hind legs. Dang. Her shoulders, her neck, and her head. From her neck, her back. Her hind legs, just like that. <laughs> is that how that song goes? And if she is into it... She will consent by licking him back. I like the I like the way they do business so far. Sends chills up the spine. <laughs> Tickly. He will then mount her, and he uses his little dino arms to pin her arms back, and he will use his tail to kind of move hers out of the way. So their cloacas can reach each other. They have cloacas. Yes, but. But the male hidden within that cloaca has a forked penis. Wow, that's wild. To match that forked tongue. This is also known as a hemi-penis. So he got that hemi. Like a hemisphere. There's two of them. Is that what hemisphere means? Each penis has its own testy. They only have, oh, that's it's crazy. It's got a little bestie testy. They have one testy per penis. Yes. Two penises. And they correlate to which side it's on. So the left testy goes to the left peony, right testy to the right peony. So if he penetrates with one peony, mm-hmm. I don't like calling it a <laughs> Yeah, you can. Yeah, you I don't can. Like these Call numbers. it a peony. 
if he penetrates with one of his hemi penises, uh-huh. only one of his testicles ejaculates. Exactly. Interesting. When this little fork is not being used, this little hemipene is kept inside out in a fold at the base of his tail. Like a sock. Oh my God, I was just going to say that. That's literally the next thing I have written down. We are one. (laughs) During mating, one penis is then everted like unrolling a sock. That's disgusting. I don't know if it's like soggy like a sock though or erect. It's hard to get close to Komodo dragons because I don't know if you remember this from a few minutes ago, but they're frighteningly aggressive and scary. I mean, especially if you're just trying to look at their hemi penises, you know? Exactly. Trying to unroll his sock. (laughs) Oh, I'm never going to look at laundry the same. The males have longer, thicker tails, which is thought because they need a place to store this little hemipeny. Girthy. Girthy. Mating will occur quickly, and this mountain hemipenis thing will occur several times in each courtship sequence. Do we know if they switch penises? If he's like, I used one last time, I'm going to use the other next one. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> if he gets too aggressive, like you, she will, like you right now, not in the sack. <laughs> She will bite and use her tail to slap, to signal, hey, take it easy. The female can store sperm for up to five years. So So her goal is to mate with as many males as possible, and then she can use whichever male's sperm she wants. Where does she store it? Inside of her. (laughs) She's not like, come on my back, I'll keep it there. (laughs) well i mean that's just like how does she like store it and know which one she's using magic (laughs) (laughs) science pure science wild so she'll store for five years Mm -hmm. this hemi penis has perhaps a couple of different uses and or evolutionary benefits So I read a couple different things. One source said that having two different penises allows for him to more easily penetrate around her tail because her penis aren't that big. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like depending on angle, you can use the right or the left one. The angle of his dangle. (laughs) Exactly. Another source said that having a second penis helps basically recover quicker so their refractory period aka time between like you know being able to do it again i'm familiar (laughs) it can be a few days so if there's another lady around that he wants to make sweet love to he's got a backup yeah he's got like a side piece he has like a plan b it's like a backup pistol exactly you run out of bullets boom how are you gonna finish the shot you know he's got a backup dick Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Incredible. Speaking of incredible, you would think that like with all those little dragon peenies out there, they would just get the job done. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, right? There's so many penises per lizard that it seems like there would just be all of the sex and reproduction. Double the penises to lizard ratio. Yes. 
but she don't even need him. What do you explain yourself? Female Komodo dragons can reproduce by parthenogenesis, aka asexual virgin birth reproduction. Really? Virgin births? No. Move over, Mary. Clones. Not clones. Okay. Let me enlighten you. Yeah, enlighten me. Her eggs will be essentially fertilized by a duplicate piece of DNA within the egg, and that egg will develop to maturity. The offspring will contain her same genetic material, but there's enough shuffling of genes that they are not clones. However, all of her offspring will be male. Okay. They will be, her offspring would be able to reproduce. They're not sterile. They can reproduce. But, so this typically happens when there's no males around. It's not because she's just like not into Jack and Henry and Todd, like not feeling what they're doing. But it's like she's on an island by herself. And And those guys suck, but. Yeah. She's like on an island by herself. Or like for some reason the males can't get to her or don't find her when she's yeah. wants to reproduce. She's like the last single lady out there and she's like, I don't know what to do. Wild. So the downside is that it's her same genetic material. So it's basically like inbreeding. So it reduces um, genetic variance. And so that's the downside is that it would basically limit biodiversity kind of like a puppy mill or like inbreeding of dog sure. breeds where it's like eventually you're going to run into problems there cool huh very cool yeah that's wild i did not know that at all so now that she's pregnant whether that's with or without a male it's time to lay her eggs she will have one clutch of eggs per year she'll dig herself a little nest up to two and a half meters deep which is kind of big that's deep And this nest building process is so strenuous that the female loses weight during that time because she's working so hard. Hard Hardworking moms. She will also build decoy nests, which is thought to be used to confuse or distract her predators. That is cool. She will then lay between 15 and 30 eggs at a time. And she'll incubate them for like 200 to 250 days. And after all that hard work of watching over those little eggs, she don't give a shit. (laughs) There's no parental care after they hatch. Then the babies are at risk of death and destruction from adult Komodo dragons. Cannibalism. Cannibalism. Wow. Frightening. (laughs) (laughs) So adult Komodo dragons will eat the babies for food. Or is it like protecting of the, their habitat or. Pause. I initially didn't know the answer to this question. So my response was just a lot of sass towards clay. After the fact, I looked it up. And the reason behind dragons eating their babies was explained to me by a British man on the internet. And he said, because only the strong survive. 
but with a British accent, which also didn't answer the question at all. So there you have it. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Komodo dragons will live approximately 30 years, but they can live up to like 50, maybe even 60 years. I do wonder how the parthenogenesis has helped them like survive for 95 million years, you know? Yeah. Because I'm like, these lizards are in a small area. The monitor lizards are scattered about the globe. Right. But the Komodo dragons are in such an isolated location. Like there's just one spot where they're at. Yeah. It's obviously an evolutionary benefit to be able to do that. Yeah. It's an interesting question. Unfortunately, these gentle giants... Not that gentle, are they? Not very gentle giants (laughs) are endangered due to habitat destruction, poaching. They have been used for like fashion. What am I thinking of? Like bags and boots and stuff, you know, like alligator skin almost. Like some Komodo dragon boots? Yeah. Which would be kick ass. It would by be the pretty way. sweet, yeah, but but not really not cool. Not, not cool. cool. Not totally cool. Not, but kind of sweet. Kind of cool had, though. Yeah. <laughs> if if someone gifted them to you, I don't know. Next Christmas. <laughs> and also, they do threaten locals like livestock and things. So I could also see how maybe if you had like Komodo dragons in your backyard, you might want to oops accidentally shoot one. Yeah, I could see that. And then turn it into boots. You like if you're gonna shoot one, you might as well make some nice kicks out of it. Or Komodo. You have a kimono. Oh my God. A Komodo kimono. (laughs) It's like hard to say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you have a kimono, kimono, kimono. Especially for you. Komodo kimono. Tomato, tomato. (laughs) Cool. That's a pretty wild uh, animal. I didn't know that they had that many interesting sex facts, but. Yeah, I like the forky penis. I like that they have like a backup. It also puts in a new perspective, like the term forking. I don't think that's, I don't think that, I don't think forking is a term. I think it's, it, forking's a term. Yeah. No, I think we're done. I think we're done too. Um, this is our 10th animal. So if you've enjoyed what we're doing here, show us some love. 10, huh? Give us a review, uh, share it with a friend. Yeah. If you want to request an animal, go ahead and send us an email at the animal experts at gmail.com or find us on Instagram. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you in two Wednesdays. Yeah, love you, mean it. Love you, mean it.